Part one. one. I'm speechless. Uh, wowie, wowie, wowie. We're really at the end here. Yes. <laughs> yes. There is no turning back. No. Uh, this episode was packed. I'm Marley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jana. I'm your resident sort of slayer. Uh, maybe I'm a chosen one. Maybe I'm just chosen to do podcasts. I don't know. And I'm Marley. I'm becoming a podcast host <laughs> and Buffy expert. <laughs> You're ascending to the next level of podcast host. That's what I'm becoming. Where you open like a demon who will <laughs> suck the world into audio hell. Hell. <laughs> let's go. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Wow. So we knew, I knew we all had to get here. Yes. Let's do a little previously on the podcast moment. Yes. And Marmar, take us through some of the things that got us to this moment. Well, like, we, you've asked me a lot, like, what do I think is going to happen yes. and stuff, like, and I've always been right. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the show has led me here. Yes. Because I'm glad you feel that way. Yes. The show has definitely led me here, especially over the past, like, kind of five, six episodes or so. Like, this Angel Buffy thing has had to come to a boil, mm-hmm. and Drusilla Spike Angel has to come to a boil. Like, all these things are just, they just have to happen, and mm-hmm. the tension's been rising. Um, but I did not expect. All the cool backstory uh, of this episode, which is totally my jam. Like, I'm always wondering why people are doing what they're doing. Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. So, without further ado, (laughs) I want to a-don't, but we must. So let's a-do. What's the sitch? Tell me what's happening. Right. So... We are taken to a time in the past. Yes. Uh, 1753 Galway. Which is in Ireland. Yes. I assumed it was Ireland from Angel's amazing Irish accent. I'm so glad you think it's good. You're the only one. <laughs> <laughs> this is an interesting choice here. It's fine. He He probably worked really hard on it. And it tells the story of him being Irish. But yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It leaves something to be desired. It's in the show. I, I, I was in. I was in it. I was laughed at for a bit, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I just forget, and I yeah. wanna, I wanna see the story. So, but Angel's an Irishman. I didn't know. No, I, I mean, I really didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. I knew he was. We know from the Halloween episode that he was in love with a a girl, like mm-hmm. in the 1700s, like. At this time, before he became a vampire, so, but we don't, I didn't know he was Irish, I didn't know where he was from, I didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Angel's drunkenly stumbling around in the streets, he's having a great Irish drunk time, <laughs> <laughs> a 
and he sees this beautiful, like, white witch, basically. Like a siren. Almost like an apparition. Yeah. Totally like a siren. Ghostly figure. And go and like she's in like all pale and pale kind of coiffed hair and um he follows her through this alley. Oh but you're a pretty thing. Where are you from? Around. Everywhere. I've never been anywhere myself. I always wanted to see the world, but I could show you. Could you then? Things you've never seen. Sounds exciting. It is. And frightening. I'm not afraid. Show me. Show me your world. sure because it's been a long time since we've seen Darla. Yeah. Um and she looks totally different, but that yeah. is her uh she has an American accent. She's an American lady. Yeah. Just doing her thing, traveling all over the world. Yes. She says like Angel is like, "Oh, I'll escort you." And she's like, "Do you want to live deliciously?" Basically, yes. <laughs> yes, she black Phillips him. Yes, like <laughs> You know, and he, Angel obviously kind of has nothing to lose. He's like, yes. Well, he doesn't me. know what he's agreeing to. No, he doesn't. He thinks they're going to go have a romp or something. Yeah. But. He thinks maybe he found a sugar mama. Yeah, is yeah. kind of what I think. Okay, cool. Yeah, I. it's true. He has no idea what he's agreeing to do. How could he know? No. Why, I mean, no. So, um. Darla is like, oh, he consents, like, basically, and is like, I'm going to turn this into my little boy toy, uh, bites him, and then um, takes the blood and, like, wipes it across her, like, titties. And she cuts. Oh, she cuts. Okay. She cuts her, her breasts. Titties. Yes, above the breasts. So he can suck the blood. Suckle. Suck, so suckle. S- I wrote, drink my titty blood. Breast feed. <laughs> Breast bleed. <laughs> Uh, yeah, in their freaky vampire sex ritual. Mother and child. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yes, that's what this is. Gross. <laughs> so we just spoke in a bunch of riddles, but she cuts the top of her bosom open and shoves his face in it. Mm-hmm. And he, after being bitten himself, sucks her blood, drinks her blood. Which is how you become. The mixing of the blood. Yes. Yeah. So this is his origin yes. story, which we vaguely heard about, but we haven't seen. Totally. we've All we've had is Darla saying, I'm your sire. Yeah. And them having some kind of relationship. Yeah. But it's an old, it's amazing. It's really cool to see it. Like, Oh, I'm so glad it's satisfying. It's very satisfying even after watching it 300,000 times. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. I love a flashback to, like, I just love an origin story. It's just really, really cool. Well, and we needed a bit in this episode because Angel Angelus is such a badass boy. We need 
to be reminded of who Angel was who we're trying yes. to save. Yeah. Or we're trying to return. Yes. It, so we need this story to totally. empathize, to give a shit about the rest of the episode. Absolutely. It. Yeah, I've said different things on the pod, but this, again, changes your mind, which is what great storytelling and great characters do to you. Mm-hmm. Change your mind all the time mm-hmm. about them. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. So then we are returned to the future. Buffy is in the <laughs> graveyard, like, beating up some vamps. Mm-hmm. Uh, classic Angel is just watching her. Mm-hmm. And watching her like beat up all these he's vampires. just enjoying the show yeah and she's like tell angel I, I, this is done i'm coming for him but then she just kills the vampire. <laughs> she can't help it i know <laughs> <laughs> she's frustrated she's reaching her breaking point with this like situation it's like really fucked up yes it's been going on for months yes um she after she dusts all these vampires she pulls um xander up from like a grave <laughs> We didn't even know he was there. (laughs) He's so shitty. It's so funny. It's very funny. He's such a clean. Um, and then, and then it's revealed, he's like, oh, you're going to study for like finals. So this whole episode is also cloaked in this like finals. Um, so we are told what time of year it is. It's the end of the school year, Mm -hmm. which I guess is June. I think it's probably June-ish. Yeah. This whole, um, last part of the season has gone by really fast in the school year. Um, but it's, it's finals, which is looming, but it's also final showdown for everyone. (laughs) Final everything. It's the finale of the season. (laughs) After that, we are at the museum. (laughs) I love when they go to the museum. With Doug. Doug Perry. Uh, he's a curator. Think so? Yeah, I because later they're like that curator got murdered. <laughs> yes, that's right. So I believe he's a curator. He seems to not know fucking anything. <laughs> I think he's admin administrator, sure, kind of curator. Well, if you were in a small town museum, you really wouldn't know about ancient. Like I am, I worked in museums and I don't know anything about many artifacts <laughs> that I would find. Uh, so Giles is brought in as the expert. On ancient artifacts, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Um, they found this big weird tomb thing outside of Sunnydale. Did you know it was a tomb when they first found it? Um, no, not until Giles said like we uh, we should open this or like <sighs> it can be opened. Then I thought it was like a tomb. Okay. Um, it reminded me of Luke, like totally. or not Luke? What what the fuck is well, it? Luke, the judge. Yeah, yeah, the, the judge. Yeah, Luke. As the judge. Totally. I knew where you were going <laughs> yeah, with yeah. that. <laughs> so it reminded me of that demon, which was also in like a tomb thing, like of boxes. But um, so Giles kind of pokes around and is like, I'm going to try and decipher this shit and don't open it until I take a closer look because uh, some fucking shit's going to come out of there. <laughs> smart Giles. Yes. So smart. Especially because they've dug this up at the Hellmouth, like, they were doing some building development and found this. So anything found near the Hellmouth, just don't open it. Better be safe safe than sorry, right? Yes, true, true, true. Uh, so meanwhile, the gang is all, like, in the lunchroom having, like, a little fun gang hangout time. We are friends. We're friends. And Willow's sitting on Oz's lap. Very cute. <laughs> it's so cute. 
and Xander and Cordy are like flirting and like having fun and Buffy's like she she doesn't look sad but she's sort of I mean it's sad because she's sort of the odd one out. If she's obviously a fifth wheel. It's sad when you <clears throat> especially when people are really newly into each other it can mm-hmm. be kind of annoying. To that new with relationship people. energy that NRE yeah, man. I know. Oh yeah. It can be annoying if you're not in it or you don't, you know. Even if you don't want to be in a relationship and yeah. you're around the NRE, it can kind of grate on yeah. you. Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone's just so into their into their feelings. Yeah, and like, bless it. Love is love and oh, love yes. is great. But yeah, it's it can be a lot. Yeah. Especially because she's um, like uh, considering murdering her ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Especially because of that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, and then Snyder comes along <laughs> and is like, this isn't an orgy, people. He just like, I love Snyder. I still don't know what his deal is. Like, still don't know why, why he's doing his thing. But it's sort of made to feel inconsequential. Like, he's sort of made to be like a little dumb twerp and it's not actually serious or something. Yeah. He's a pawn. Yeah. I would say. And I think he has it out for Buffy regardless of what he knows. Yes. He just hates her. Yeah. Totally. He's like, give me a reason to expel you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He's a teeny tiny tyrant. So it, it makes him comical. It's so good. But he does have a lot of power over them. So it, it, it keeps the interactions without like it keeps them funny it keeps them like they can't just say whatever they want to Snyder they do just kind of have to take it yeah it's very funny because he's so tiny it's so funny (laughs) he's great I love him and then we have another flashback London 1860 Mm -hmm. so this is Drusilla's little Mm -hmm. origin story it's interesting though they they show these clips, but they're not all, like, super obvious. Like, it doesn't show... This clip of this flashback of London 1860 doesn't show Angel biting Drusilla and making her a vampire. It shows just sort of this... This is how they met. This moment... Yeah, this moment um, where she is confessing her sins in this church and he kills this priest and, and is like, tell me your sins. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and he finds out she's magic. He yeah. finds out she has visions. Totally. Um, she's, she sees a mine crash or whatever collapse happening before it happens. And her parents are freaked out because, of course, at this time to see visions, you would be burned as a witch. Uh, so you wouldn't want that. <laughs> and I'm sure it would be abomination against against God. Oh, yeah. Like, she's... Filled with self-loathing mm-hmm. and wants to be delivered from this evil that Angel very um, happily tells her is all from the devil. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you be evil. <laughs> this this episode is all about good and evil and heaven and hell. Yes. They don't talk about heaven, but they talk about hell a lot. They talk about hell and Whistler will talk about the powers that be, mm. which is, I think our term in this show for not heaven, but for whatever the goodness is that is always in balance with death, whatever Mm. life giving natural sort of powerful thing is 
that's sort of the reason why Buffy's, why Slayers are, exist and why goodness is real. I, yeah, I don't think it's heaven. Mm. We don't go to heaven. Mm-hmm. But the powers that be as, as though there is the keepers of balance or yeah. um, we kind of are in destiny land too and They always and, talk about destiny. Yeah. Always. So, so that is sort of god i guess you know yes. like or leading fate and, and things like something that. i really appreciate about the show is how they still are able to weave in a really beautiful sort of spirituality mm-hmm. but without making it intense christian lore no it is it is pagan yes it is old it is more universal um and hell also isn't necessarily a devil hell Giles explains it as being just another dimension, which we're going to get to. Yeah, that they're all, anyone who's not a demon is sucked into and. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it, yeah, all these stories also feel really old, like older than Christianity, like these folk, folklore. I'm totally reminded about how old Drusilla is Mm -hmm. from this scene. Yes. Of her in the confessional. Yep, she's not she's not a new vamp. She's been around the block. Yeah. Um, but it's a nice like just little snippet of, of what happened to that. You don't see everything, but you just see this moment. Uh but then we see um in the future, um it's Spike Angel, Drusilla, and Drusilla sees the tomb, like right mm. after this flashback. So again, she sees their future, she sees what's going to happen we don't know how or why but she always is right Mm -hmm. (laughs) she's always right and spike makes the great joke that yes she may have had a vision but how does she know exactly where it is and exactly all the details it's also because it's in the newspaper so we have this (laughs) great joke that it's also just right in front of their very nose that's a very spike he uses like logic and also current like media and like modern technology quote-unquote if you will if you would consider a newspaper a technology but to vampires maybe mm-hmm. um so that is a very spike thing to do i feel he's been he's very like grumpy but like sort of biding his time in this whole episode he's like he's not as angry he has a plan for something. I don't know what it is, but he has a plan. He's not telling Drusilla, which is interesting. He's not mm-hmm. telling Angel. He's just stewing, biding his time. Something's going to happen. Okay, so you sense that he's preparing as well. Yes, because his energy was is very quiet and, like, inside. And he's not being angered by Angel's needling. He's already decided something. He's decided what he's going to do. I don't know what it is. But I hope I find out next time. I'm very curious. Uh, so then Buffy and Willow are studying for finals. Oh, yes. Um, Willow's being good teach. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. Uh, and then Buffy drops the pencil and it goes behind the desk. And I wrote, almost got the floppy. <laughs> but then she has deja vu. Yeah. And it's like. This is, you know, and the pencil drops again. She grabs the fucking floppy disk that we forgot about from episodes ago. I mean, I didn't forget about it, but well, it fell behind there and totally. it was just there. It was properly lost for a good couple of episodes. Yes, definitely. 
Well, this moment changed deja vus for me forever. Like forever. <laughs> I was like, I have deja vus. I am a vampire slayer. I have deja vu. I am vus. deja vu. I am deja vu. <laughs> Call me deja vu. I, yeah, this, this moment in television time made me, made me decide to have a relationship with coincidence and have a relationship with, um, sort of a little bit of, um, Every, everything happens for a reason. I don't, I, since like I am older now and I don't necessarily see things that way, but this show definitely birthed a teeny tiny, teeny tiny destiny creature inside of me. Sure. Which helped me accept the circumstances of my life as being the ones I was meant to have. Like there was something very cool about it. It's a totally valid philosophical yes. perspective to have. Which nowadays I translate a little bit more into the world of, is there really free will? Is there really, yes. like, so it's transformed for me in a big way. And I still have lots of questions about that. And I don't have any answers. And I just think about it all the time. But <laughs> but this show, I can, like, I w- this show was integral to my deeper philosophical feelings about the meaning of life about the pain that life brings, about loving deeply. Is it really worth it? Because it mm. just causes pain. All that shit. Mm-hmm. All that about a floppy disk. <laughs> That's why you framed it and put it on your wall. <gasps> You're right. Loser. <laughs> and then they plug in the floppy, and then what do they find? They find the restoration curse. Yes. It's spell. It's funny because you think of it not like a curse, because you think of a curse as like a bad thing. I mean, it is a bad thing in how they use it for Angel. But I don't know. Giving someone their soul feels like a good thing. But it is a curse. And it is meant to cause harm. Well, Curses are how, harmful. And that was how it was originally intended. Yeah. So it's interesting. And they find it. And then, like, they realize this is what Jenny Callender's last work was. And she translated it. And this... This might be the key. This would Woo! be how you go out. If you ever go out at the hands of an evil demon, it would be doing good work. Coding <laughs> floppy disks. <laughs> With important spells. True, okay. true, true, true. Um, it's a great way to go out. So then another flashback to 1898, the Romanian woods. Mm-hmm. So this is the moment when... Angel's soul was restored to him. Mm-hmm. So we see briefly glimpse the body of this young woman. Yes. I was like, is it this calendar? <laughs> no. I know, but like, wouldn't it be cool if it uh, yeah. was the same? I promise I've actress? looked. It's okay. not, yeah. <laughs> it's not Robbie. Okay, fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and and we see sort of like this old woman doing the the spell doing the yes, curse this elder person yes um who is presumably some her older matriarch yeah. relative or yeah, whatever some, was someone powerful a powerful witch uh and the we see angel like stumbling around and then and then his eyes glow and his soul is restored and he doesn't know how he got there but he's gonna feel in a minute all the yeah all the pain and suffering from the last hundred years 
Um, and the daddy is like, you're going to suffer eternally yeah. for your actions. Uh, amazing. Yes. Amazing to see the moment it happened. Yes. Um, it's a pretty quick little scene, but then, well, the next scene kind of shows you, like, how fucked up he is about this. So I think we've had, up until this moment in time, I think we've had two becomings in this episode. Mm-hmm. We've had Angel becoming a vampire. Yes. And then we've had Angel becoming a vampire with a soul. Uh, okay. And we're about to see more. Like, yes. becoming can literally mean, like, the beginning. Yes. Or a transformation. There's and, many, yeah. many in this episode. And that's what, that's kind of the major theme. Yes. Like, the introduction of Drusilla to Angel. Yes. That was completely random. He never would have met her. Yep, and this is her, we don't see her becoming, but it, this is the beginning of her becoming. Absolutely. Who she is. Yeah. Um, who she becomes. And who made her? Angel. Angel. Mm-hmm. Like, he's he's interwoven into this history of this time. I hope we see Spike's becoming next episode. I don't know. <laughs> We're seeing everyone's little snippet of who, how they be- got to where they fucking are, so mm-hmm. that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, back to the future. We've got the floppy... Buffy and Willow bring it to Giles and it's like, check this shit out. Um, and he and they're all kind of like freaking out about it. Like they're it's a very I mean, it's an amazing find, but it's it's disturbing to everyone to not know exactly what to do. Like, I think it's a really valid question to be like, can we do this? Should we do this? Is it right? Is it wrong? Like, I don't none of the answers are correct, mm-hmm. really. This is something they didn't have to contend with before. Mm -mm. They just had to be reactive. And now they can make choices. Yeah. And now we get the morality and the ethical and the emotional um, argument. Yeah. And, you know, like Xander starts getting really pissed. But I actually kind of like empathized with him, like his perspective. Like I, I get it. Like when he's like, you know... I mean, he, he says it in, like, a kind of a mean way, but he's very emotional, and he's like, what are we talking about here? This this person just murdered your your partner. This, per- you know, he, how can we even talk about this? Like, which is what I, I said. I had this opinion. Like, I was like, how could Angel ever, how could they even ever come back from that after Miss Calendar? I, I don't know. This episode is like, um... Making me question a lot of things, though, because it is giving me more empathy for Angel again. Like, he didn't really choose this. Mm-mm. We saw his becoming, right? Mm-hmm. Dar- he didn't really consent to this. No vampire does. True. No one would. Mm-hmm. Um, But it doesn't negate their action. Like, you know, it doesn't make their actions not real or the impact not felt of murdering, like, Miss Calendar. Sure. Also, like... It would be very easy to say Angel should die. Yes. Well, Xander, you go do it then. Yeah. Willow, you go do it. Giles, you go do it. We are asking his lover to kill him. Mm, yes. It is not It is not just he should die. He should die. How? Oh, he should just die of old age, old vampire age, and be, be, be done with him. Mm-hmm. He should die. Someone else should kill him. No one else can. Yeah. 
Would you like so we will destroy this woman? Yes. For your justice. Mm-hmm. We will destroy her. And the idea of justice is so interesting. Like, would anyone again feel better after this? Like that yeah, like they we've talked about it in this whole like especially last part of the season, like vengeance, justice. It's not actually made better by murdering. It's a revenge. Like, it doesn't work like that. So, yeah, this is a very, very different. And, you know, Xander does say these hurtful things, like, you just want your boyfriend back. Mm-hmm. But, which is not true. No. Like, or it's, at best, it is the m- most ridiculous oversimplification yes. of that argument that a person could ever make. Absolutely. But he's upset. It's it's upsetting. Everyone's upset. Well, and we need this we need this idea to be spoken out into the world, into the library in this moment. We need someone to say, "Hello, snap out of it." We would be killing him if he was any other thing. Yeah. And and I don't think the show can sort of fill as much emotional space and I don't think we get as much suspense if we don't have Xander say this Mm -hmm. because now what we're doing is we're not like oh we're all on board for saving Angel now we've got a division in the ranks which is also important we have one over in Vampireville with Spike yeah we aren't all on the same page and we don't all want it necessarily for pure justice reasons. Mm-hmm. Hello, Xander. Hello, in love with Buffy. Hello. Yes. Like, it's impossible. He might be right, but his motivation, I question. Oh, yeah. He might be right, but to put that burden on Buffy is is wrong in my eyes. Like, it's just... And, and Giles also says, I think it was Jenny's final wish to do this. Mm. She is of the people who initially delivered this curse unto Angel. Yes. Should we not be considering this? Yeah. Her, this was her kind of way of redeeming herself, you know, yeah. herself for her actions. And if she wanted to restore the soul of Angel, that says something about about maybe her relationship to this horrific history. Mm. That she, she knows about. Yeah. Yes. And that she's a part of. Mm-hmm. So so I don't want to put words in her mouth and say that she'd, she's forgiven him because mm-hmm. she hasn't said that. But she could not have spent this time doing this. Yeah. She could earn Buffy's respect back and not want him to receive his soul again. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just so much behavior and, and like, character motivation to read into. It's so rich. Mm-hmm. So we are in this argument in the library. Yep. And it worked on you. And it worked oh, on yeah. me. So after this fight, they haven't really decided anything, but uh, we see Drusilla just murdering uh, Doug Perry, the curator. <laughs> <laughs> just killing him. Ah, uh, uh, poor Doug. Yeah. There's a job opening in Sunnydale. Uh, curator. Why don't you apply? So much money. Uh, <laughs> Work in museums, make so much money. You can so get a big money. house like Joyce and Buffy. <laughs> oh, true. I bet cost of living, or at least real estate is cheaper. Um, not cheaper than Edmonton. Uh, <laughs> so the, they've gone to take the tomb because they read about it. Drusilla like, saw it. And so Angel and Drusilla have come to take 
take the tomb. Yeah, they want to work from home, and so they're going to bring a Kothla home. How did they move that shit? I guess they're strong. Drusilla did say, like, let's get what we came for. Mm -hmm. I guess that's what she's... Yeah. And and so you see, like, five vampires. Oh, yeah. They have all their lackeys. And they're vampires. They're very strong. Very strong. Like, they can chuck a human being across a room. True, true, true. So they they move this tomb to their lair to, like, work on it there. Yeah. Um... And then, and then we see Buffy on the phone with Willow in her room. Like Buffy's like getting ready to go out on patrol, and then she finds the Clotta ring. The Clotta, which yeah. is I can say now, it's an Irish ring. Irish, yeah, of course, because he's Irish. Yeah, so this so is this an Irish is symbol. Before this is kind of from before he was a vampire, which is a pagan symbol, mm. which is why this this the heart and the crown is also in tarot. It does. Also look very like a clan symbol. But it's a it's an Irish ring. It's an Irish sort of promise ring. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, and so when she finds it, I mean, it makes her think, you know, she's like, who is this person? I fell in love with this person. And we get the doo-doo. Oh, yeah. Doo-doo. <laughs> That was perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. Sing your song. And we are reminded of that scene by the docks where they're crying and talking about the spring. Oh. Telling each other they love each other. So, which is very emotional. So, again, like, oh, it's just so complicated. And so Buffy goes out on patrol. And then who should show up? It's Kendra! <laughs> Did not expect that. The Vampire Slayer. Isn't she awesome? She is so beautiful. Yes. Uh, we'll talk about her outfit later. Bianca. Uh, yeah. So she Giles called her to come because there's some shit going down. They need all the slayers they can get. Or her watcher or center. Or her watcher. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so she was told to come and, and help Buffy. Yes. It's excellent. A very dark power is rising in Sunnydale. Yeah. Let's Get on go. a plane, yeah. Um, Maybe you should just stay in Sunnydale, Kendra. I mean, that's the hellmouth, but yeah, sure. Uh, it's excellent to have her on board back in the gang, and then uh, we're with the tomb at the lair of uh, Angel, Spike, and Drew, and they uh, talk about what's in the tomb, and it's. A Cathala, is that what it is? A yes. Cathala, the demon, yes. is in the tomb. So this is another, it's like very similar to the judge, actually. Yes. Um, just another kind of demon that was fought by like a fucking knight or whatever. And uh, this demon will create a hell vortex where everyone who's not a demon will get sent to hell. Yeah, he's going to create his demonic power is to create a doorway. Mm. Between the world on Earth, the dimension on Earth, the human world, mm-hmm. and a demon world, a hell world, and suck everything on Earth into hell. Yeah. That's his power. That's his specialty. Special power. Like, literally, there's a sword in the stone. It's a big rock. I can't wait to tell my friends. They don't have a rock this big. Spike boy, you never did learn your history. Let's have a lesson, then. Kothla the demon came forth to swallow the world. He was killed by a virtuous knight who pierced the demon's heart before he could draw breath to perform the act. 
Kothla turned to stone, as demons sometimes do, and was buried where neither man nor demon would want to look. Unless, of course, they're putting up low-rent housing. Boys? He fills my head. I can't hear anything else. Let me guess. Someone pulls out the sword. Someone worthy. The demon wakes up and wackiness ensues. He will swallow the world. And every creature living on this planet will go to hell. We have an Arthurian legend here. Like someone worthy has to pull this sword out for it to happen. So worthy, I I don't know, is interpretable. Like Angel's like, I'm fucking worthy. They have to do some ritual. He seems pretty worthy to me. (laughs) I'm like, he's so hot. (laughs) Is that the category? Is that the criteria? Uh, It's not the only criteria, but for Angel, it scores him a lot of points in other categories. (laughs) Yes. So, uh... Back in the library, they're like, how will we stop Angel from doing... They they hear that the curator has been murdered and the tomb has been stolen. Um, the box has been stolen. So they're like, how are we going to stop Angel from, like, opening this thing? Um, and they're like, I guess we have to try and do this curse because it's the only way. They're sort of forced to do it. Otherwise, they'll all be sucked into hell. So Willow is like, I will try to do the witchcraft. I will do the spell. Yeah. I've been look. I've been researching the black arts for fun. Yeah, for fun. <laughs> um, because she's been doing Miss Calendar's classes. She's been reading all her books. Um, so this is how like Willow gets kind of put in the position of of doing this magic. Well, and I love this argument of of like. This, the curse being something that they need to do to save the world, not something to do to save Buffy. Yes. Like, Buffy's like, I will kill him if I have to. But if I fail, if he kills me, she reminds us all that they are equally matched. Mm-hmm. Definitely. This isn't just any vampire. Not to mention one that has a vortex sucky sucky demon on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a very serious situation for a slayer. Yes. And so they need a plan B. Spike is, like, walking around, like, testing his legs. <laughs> and here's someone coming. He's like, Hoo! <laughs> here's Drusilla coming, like, I'm in my wheelchair. Uh, <laughs> we, the audience, have to be reminded that he he, he can indeed yeah. walk. And he's got this little secret yeah. going on. Uh, so then they start doing the ritual. Um, Angel starts... You know, saying this shit as I ascend, as I become, yes. he says, um, and he changes into like demon face yes. uh, and and has this blood and you know the ritual, and then and then we see the flashback to Manhattan, mm-hmm. nineteen ninety six. So this is right before the show starts. Yes, uh, Angel is fucked up. And this is. Yeah, 90 years yeah. after his soul has been returned to him. So he's been living, who knows, for 90 years all over the globe. He somehow made his way to Manhattan, mm-hmm. is like literally like a rat person mm-hmm. eating a rat. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looks fucked. <laughs> yeah, he's fucked. <clears throat> and this man like comes out of the 
shadows and starts sort of making fun of him or, or like, is like, you look terrible, man. Uh, his name is Whistler. Whistler. Yeah. Very um interesting character. I don't know. He reveals he's like a demon. Yeah. But that's sort of all. Like, I don't know anything else about him. Like, what? He's like, no one understands me. That's my curse. You know, I don't know. He is uh, kind of a mysterious character of why he sort of was called here or why, why he's doing this. What's your sense of him? I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> he's like just a small little man who's sharply dressed, who's sort of wisecracking. Like, I don't know. It's like some weird guardian angel man, like who's, I don't know, is something about fate. This whole episode is about fate and destiny and like things like that. So something. I don't know exactly why. Though. I love that. It's just nice to know what you think because mm. it's such a mystery. It is. I have no idea, but but maybe it will be revealed. I love, I love this actor. I think he does a great job with this text with the with this character. I think he does a really good job of being this it would be difficult to be introduced second last you know in this really important role yeah. of he's sort of like he's sort of here to like guide Angel to like the the light if you will or sort of sure something sure like a guardian angel um <laughs> angel uh, so then he's like, do this if you want purpose in your life or if you want uh, to kind of redeem yourself or, you know, that kind of thing. And so um, Angel goes to L.A., <laughs> 1996, uh, drives in a car with all the windows blocked. <laughs> this is very funny. <laughs> Never seen this trope used before. The blacked out car windows. This is the first time Stupid. we've seen it. <laughs> uh, maybe the car that Drusilla and Spike crash in is a bit blacked out. Then I wrote, oh my God, movie Buffy. Yes. So this is from the movie. Yes. Like, I don't know. I can't, I don't know if it's directly, but like, this is like the movie Buffy, movie version of Buffy. Yeah. Where she was in high school in LA and she was a popular girl. So yep. very funny. This yep. is, this is Buffy's becoming. Yep. The Slayer, which is great because I've always had that question, how did she become the Slayer? It's because some fucking guy, who this guy <laughs> is what I wrote. I think that's her first watcher. Okay. Sure. <laughs> he just comes up to her and is like, you are the chosen one. You have to do something. Uh, and then Angel's watching this whole thing, mm -hmm. watching her becoming. Mm -hmm. uh, and this guy this watcher man sure <laughs> uh uh takes her to the graveyard and is like here kill this vampire and she does it and you know realizes that she has this power yeah. and looks in the mirror at home yeah and is like you know changed and angel has watched this whole thing had no idea when they first met in that alley that he had been watching her yeah this whole time yeah since she became yeah. the Slayer. So that's very interesting information. Yes. And this is back when uh, Joyce and uh, Hank. Hank were... Hank, Nick. Hank, Nick, uh, Summers were still together. Start just yelling at each other. Don't treat me like a child. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that would make you laugh. 
they got a divorce. <laughs> they do. They really, really do. And no one should no one should probably date a Hank for a while. No, a beige man. Uh, <laughs> so uh after this, it's back to the ritual. Yes. Angel doing it. A Cathla redeems me, he says. Uh, it's all very interesting, but he goes, you know, he is blood and, and he's got like a little virgin boy or something. Mm-hmm. And um, he goes to pull the sword out, but he can't fucking do it. Uh, and Spike is so happy. Someone wasn't worthy. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to see Spike get a little of his like uh, little uh, spring in his step back. We just need him to. I need him. I need someone to be playful with Angel yes. and not have Angel be the only one who can be playful. Like, yes. I miss Spike. I yep. miss like old, old. Um, yeah. Chaos Spike. Yeah, well, you haven't seen that character really the way he's introduced, the way he is, he is. Yes. In like eight episodes. Yeah, since before What's My Line. Yeah. Yeah. Since What's My Line, like basically is the change. Yeah. And so it's nice to see him um, get get one on Angel. He's in good form. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait <laughs> for him to become him again. Uh, and then Buffy is in class doing her finals. It's like, oh. Yeah. And then this fucking vampire, like, walks in with, and she's, like, smoking with, like, a little shawl. This is interesting. We've, this, we know vampires can't go in the light, but it's interesting. We haven't really seen these, th- you know, they got that blackout car. They... We, in this episode, we see ways they can sort of go in the light. She's come in the light and hasn't died yet because she's wearing, like, clothes all over her body, but she's smoking. And then she takes all her thing off and is like, uh, what did she say? to the graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some uh, message for Buffy. Yeah. <laughs> and then just bursts into flames. Yeah. Uh, very dramatic. Yeah. Uh, Buffy uh, is not phased. Buffy is not like, pleased. <laughs> Man, some crazy shit happens in this school. Yeah, Nobody it's great. cares. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, so she knows she has to go to the graveyard. They're met up in the library one more time. And then this is when Kendra gives her Mr. Pointy. <laughs> if the curse succeeds, you'll, you'll know. Why don't you just wait here to find out if it worked? See if he phones you. I can't risk him killing any more people. I better go. Be careful. I will. Here. In case the curse does not succeed, this is my lucky stake. I've killed many vampires with it. I call it Mr. Pointy. You named your stake? Yes. Remind me to get you a stuffed animal. Watch your back. Mr. Pointy is something I love, and I've seen it in real life in Seattle. I have also seen it in real ah! life, because I went to that museum in Seattle, too, but I didn't know what I was looking at. This is, like, years ago. Oh. Like, 
I don't know. This is probably at least seven years ago or something. Five, seven. I'll just describe to you what it is, dear reader. It's a it's a steak. It, I mean, you can see it in the show. You can probably imagine. She just it. wants to describe it. But I just want to describe it. <laughs> so, Mr. Pointy, it's like, I want to say it's made out of like a pine or a cedar. Like it's a light, sort of brassy, kind of golden hue color wood that's been varnished. It has like three crooks in it, and it's about the size of your forearm from your elbow to your middle finger. Like it's long. Thought we had Mr. Pointy. In we have somewhere. a Mr. Pointy in here. It's not as good. I don't it's, know where it went. It's by your drumsticks somewhere. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> it's it's just a really spectacular thing, and they have it in the Museum of Pop Culture. So this is a nice little moment. It's like this ritual. She's like, take this. Kendra's like, take my special or steak (laughs) for your showdown. And so then we do have this big showdown between Angel and Buffy in the graveyard. Um, But she's not trying to kill Angel. She's sort of just trying to hold him up for about 30 minutes. Stall. um, While Willow does her thing. Yeah. And so we see Willow doing cool witchcraft. There's like weird runes and she's throwing things and got some bones yeah some circles and um and and she's they're doing the thing but then all of a sudden all these vamps descend upon the library break in and there's a big dramatic library fight it's brutal they like fucking break xander's arm they like shove a whole bookcase over on willow um, and then Drusilla shows up and I just wrote, it was a, it was a trap. Like it was a trap. They knew this was going on. Angel knew it. And he says to, um, Buffy, like you fall for it every, every time. time. Oh, it's so brutal. Um, and so then it's like Kendra is trying to like be the last bastion of hope and and then Drusilla just fucking comes in and like puts a weird spell on her they have a fight and yeah. then yeah and she's like you know become looking me you are me something there's a weird spell and then just like cuts her throat with her long ass nails uh brutal and then what they came for was Giles yeah because he knows how to read the runes yeah and they came to drag Giles away. Which was layered in in, like, the first five minutes of the yes, show. Yes, yes. It's so dramatic. And then and then Buffy's, like, running back in slow motion <sighs> down Epic. the hallway. Another thing that will be in the opening credits from time, from season three onward. Oh. Yeah. It's, and we get, um, do we get Whistler's voice overlaying yes. on this about destiny, about... Fate. Yeah. About the hard things of life mm-hmm. that change your life, mm-hmm. that you don't choose, yeah. but that you can never not be who you are after they happen. Bottom line is, even if you see them coming, you're not ready for the big moments. No one asks for their life to change, not really, but it does. And Buffy comes into the library and like, I wrote, is Kendra dead? Because I don't, I don't know if she's dead. It could go either way in in the show. Like, she could be alive or she could be dead. They, it kind of makes you feel like she is dead. But I'm not sure. Um, That's what to be continued is for. Exactly. So what are we, helpless? 
puppets? No. The big moments are gonna come, you can't help that. It's what you do afterwards that counts. That's when you find out who you are. cliffhanger is like the popo or is it the popo it's yeah. just like a gun yeah oh, i guess they just say freeze they're sorry, like spoiler. freeze yeah. spoiler I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i've been so good yeah it's it yeah it's a gun and someone just says freeze yeah yeah it's missed yeah it's a great cliffhanger though so it's amazing. I can't I can't wait to see what happens. It's so good. It's so it's good. It's so dramatic. But it's great. Again, we like are used to binging and just watching things one after another, but we are going to have a little pause, you know. Yes, we must wait. To to emulate the show. It's nice though cuz you get to sort of ruminate on what you saw and sometimes when we're binging, we don't really take a moment to like Think about that episode and just, like, think about it for, like, a day. Like, what, you know. Well, you don't absorb the nuance in in the same way. Mm -hmm. Um, I find that shows that I've watched, you know, like, six episodes in a day or three episodes in a night or something, I have a hard time remembering. Mm. It's not – I still enjoy the TV. Yeah. But I do have a hard time remembering sort of details. Yeah. And – Perhaps even whole swaths of certain storylines for certain characters, I also have trouble recalling. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, this is a different way of watching TV. And I think it works a different muscle in your brain. And I think it does the same thing to your little heart machine, too. And it's the way the show is supposed to be watched. Yes. You know, to be continued is for TV, like syndicated television. It's not for when you're binging seven episodes in a row because it doesn't matter. Every, it, You know, to it's be also, continued doesn't yeah. matter. It's not as, like, high stakes. It's very exciting. I can't wait to watch the next one. The finale. Oh. <gasps> I don't know what's going to happen. I might be sick. Like, it's so <laughs> insane. I know what you were going to say. Okay. <laughs> Fashion. Some assembly required. Again, gotta mention a willow overalls. <laughs> <laughs> right off the top, she's wearing these aren't her worst overalls. No, and they're kind of cool with her tie-dye shirt. Yes. So they're like a light blue, almost like a light denim. Yeah. Um, so these aren't bad. I don't hate overalls. I just hate so many of her. Thanks overalls. for setting the record straight. <laughs> <laughs> I have overalls. Uh, they're just not neon ones. Um, but th- this is like a cute little outfit. She she looked cute. Yeah, she does look cute. And then Drusilla's outfit, like it's her outfit she's been wearing yes. for like all these episodes. This like um lace bodice red lace but she has this like red fur like on this time just so like luxurious and her nails when she cuts Kendra's throat they're long longer than I was like can she make them longer sure I don't know they're like longer than they have been well it's the end of the school year time has passed (laughs) and they're and they're red with the white tips so she's just still in the red red queen 
phase. Yes. She's virile. She's full of blood. Yes. And strength and Bloody. life. Yeah. She's excellent. Um, Cordelia has a very cute outfit on. It's a long sleeve red V-neck. Yeah, I like this shirt. And a red plaid skirt. So again, Cordelia is like preppy, trendy, so cute. Um, I love the red on red mm-hmm. with her hair, her mm-hmm. dark hair. She just looks great. And then Kendra, oh, she is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Her hair is like snatched back. It's like sort of cornrowed back into this one big braid mm-hmm. on the top of her Very head. Very Tomb Raider, hey? Oh, yes. Yeah. It's so good. Just like having one braid that you can like whip around is so cool. Yeah. Uh, and then she's sort of like looking like army-ish. Like yeah. she's got a green kind of army tank and then high-waisted pants with like a brown belt. Like she looks she looks really cool. Yeah. Like she it's just pretty looks like she's there to fight. Totally. Mm-hmm. It's it's a very masculine outfit. Yes. And it's so hot. It's so hot. She just looks so good. Um, I love this outfit. It's the- so hot. Sorry, I just had to say it again. It's so, so hot. hot. <laughs> and then Buffy's, <laughs> this is her L.A. girl oh, yeah. look. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, um, in particular, this is her in the graveyard. It's so funny. She's wearing like a huge orange puffy jacket. It's so ugly. It's a puffer before they were cool again. I know, but it's such a bad color. She looks like a creamsicle. Yes. And her pants are re- like red pink. and orange or like pink and oh, orange. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're like a pattern. They're like a pattern. I couldn't tell if they were floral or, or- if they were like. I don't know, polka, like, I don't know what the fuck they were. And I think they're kind of, like, corduroy Oh, they're weird. It's weird. And her hair is very, lo- like, long and yep. blonde. And and sort of fluffy. Yes, very fluffy. we have fluffy Buffy here. Fluffy Buffy. <laughs> and she's got a lollipop. And they made her very Valley Girl. Yeah. Uh, but, but she, <laughs> I mean, she still looks great, but that jacket is wild. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, and then she, Buffy also wears this coat that I do not like. Um, it's it's when she is going to face Angel in the graveyard. It's like a long blue-green shiny coat. Like, you know the, that material that looks different, like, depending on the light? Like, it, it's like blue and green. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I love this outfit. You do? I do. I don't think I would wear it. Yeah, no. But... <laughs> But I think she looks amazing. I'm going to just disagree with you right there. I think you're thinking that because it's her, like, final showdown with Angel. Probably. It's very, this reminds me of, like, a mermaid color. Yes, it's it, like, definitely. Yeah, it's, like, green and blue. I think that it fits her perfectly. And I think the cut is good. I think that the shimmery sort of, um, it looks like, you know those pictures that you walk by and they're from the dollar store and they when you <laughs> when you like scratch them with your fingers they make like a vert 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 sound and they change and they change like yeah. oh there's a cheetah <laughs> over here and then there's a Tiger. doll yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly it looks like that it, totally and I don't like there's like big white buttons that on I it. don't like I would change that out I look I feel like it looks like it's from the eighties this. I don't know. But it's not an 80s fit at all. That's true. I just, this white button, ugh, like, it's like plastic. Well, yeah. I I knew, I, I just had a prediction that you wouldn't like this coat. <laughs> and that's okay. 
because she's going to take it off. But, <laughs> but it is definitely a look that I love because of this episode. Fair enough. Um, we can have our opinions, and we'll see what the people think. All on right. The poll. All right. Yeah, we are always relying. We're on gonna the people. see. It's good. It's a, like very democratic. It is. Uh, I'm always surprised. Uh, there's lots of looks that I love that people hate. So <laughs> good. There better be. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> I'm not the authority. Uh, but Cordelia does have a really cute oh, stripey shirt. This is so cute. It's like such a good color and it's a great fit. It, and it's sort of like boat necky. It's so cute. And it's in ribbed. Library. Yeah, it's ribbed. Just it's like really, I would wear this shirt. This definitely. is very 60s go go dancer. Mm. Like, Cute. Like this also reminds me of a of something that someone in the actual Scooby Doo gang would wear. Yes, it's and like then orangey. Yeah, yeah, orange and green and yellow, but like, but like, um, almost like faded. Yeah, they're muted. Yeah, yeah, they're really cute. It's a really cute shirt. Xander has like a blue long sleeve that's quite fitted mm-hmm. that I really like in this episode too. I think it's when Cordy's wearing her red outfit. I think they look really good together and super cute. It's nice when he wears. Close up fit. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Lesson to us all. Especially after we saw his bod. Yeah. His swimmer bod. I know. <laughs> I'm still remembering. <laughs> uh, that poor body, he got his arm broken. Yeah. Oh, shit. You screamed I did when scream. they broke his arm. It's horrible. So Ugh. let's um let's do a let's do a recap. We've got sorry, we're going back into episode land, but I can't help it. It's just too good. We've got Willow Unconscious. Mm-hmm. Um, under the bookcase, she's wearing like a like a lavender kind of like pattern floral dress on top of a lavender long sleeve. Yes, it's weird. We've got Giles in his in his classic tweeds, tweeds. as he's being dragged off. Mm-hmm. Ugh, so bad. <laughs> Drusilla is in red goddess mode. Yes, Buffy's wearing a metallic jacket you don't love, but we don't know what's underneath it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Spike was wearing oh, yeah. a red shirt. Yeah. Which a was collared shirt, right? Yeah, which was matchy to Drusilla, which I just found interesting. Like, it always means something. I think it's supposed to mean remember they're lovers. Yes. And then Angel's got some leather pants. Ah, I love those leather <laughs> pants. And he's got this really, like, I don't know, unfinished metal buckle look mm, yeah he's just my gothic god yeah he's he's pale man uh looks good yeah this also this this costume is also absolutely lord byron yes. like this leather and open open shirt this this man who sort of speaks because he also can speak very poetically mm-hmm. very philosophically it's just so good it's also very old-fashioned, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. while also being very contemporary. Very. There are things I will, I will, there are things I will not tolerate, I will not tolerate. What say you? This episode is just, is just great storytelling about the show and about the characters. And, I mean, everything, all the history and everything is just so cool and interesting. And, and it's all great. It was all great. Then let's use this time to discuss what you think is going to (laughs) happen. I need you to make some bold predictions. 
You might be wrong, but that is what this is for. Okay. For some reason, I have been thinking, I've been thinking about this. I've been like, what is going to happen? I've been ruminating on it for like days. And for some reason, I feel like the, the soul spell is like not, is not going to work on Angel, but will somehow work on Spike or something. It's like, I don't know why I think that. It might be because I know Spike is, like, somehow different in the future. (laughs) I don't know if this is how it happens. But I was like, this can't quite go the way it's planned. Like, this can't quite work all happy the way everyone thinks it it is. Like, or whatever. Like, it's just not going to work how we think it's going to work. Just like at the end of last um, season, the way Buffy defeated the Master was not how we thought it was going to be. She did die, you know, that kind of thing. She had to die. Yeah. So I'm not sure what's going to happen, but it's not going to work out um, exactly how Excellent. they think. And I don't think it's going to be like happy times with Angel necessarily, like, and Buffy, you know? Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I can't wait for Spike to do something. He's going to fuck it up or he's going to, I don't know, he's going to fuck something up. Or maybe he will... Um, yeah, I don't know what he's going to do, but I I think his motivation is to fuck Angel and make him die or like go, maybe get his soul back. Maybe, you know, I think that would be a motivation because everything was great with Drusilla before because they were in creepy ass love. They were in super love and now they're not like they're not in super creepy love anymore. No. So I think he wants that. I just spent that entire time nodding and trying not to cry. Okay. Like, I just spent that entire time nodding and, and being like, yes, you are receiving the show. Yes, you understand. You are understanding things. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. And I, I hope, I don't know if Kendra's alive or dead. I don't know. Bianca. <laughs> you know that she's related to Beyonce? Oh, really? She's her stepsister. Damn. They have the same daddy or the same mommy. That's I think the same daddy. so cool. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, she cool. That's so cool. Well, well, I don't know if she's alive or dead, but I hope alive with just a little throat scratch. <laughs> <gasps> okay. Okay. We did it. Favorite line? From oh, the episode. my favorite line. Yeah. Okay. I have one that I love. So it's when I love when <laughs> I love when Angel says we're going to make history and when he's talking about a Kothla. Uh. Love that one. Um, and I love when Xander is talking to they're in the cafeteria and Cordelia has said something and Xander says, um, about 65% of that was a compliment. Is that a personal best? And I <laughs> love it. Amazing. Uh, I have Snyder when he oh. says, this isn't an orgy, people. This is a classroom. And they're like, it's a lunchroom. <laughs> yeah, but he's like, yes, where they teach lunch. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. I just love him. And then also Willow saying, I've been researching the black arts for fun. (laughs) That's so you. Yes. You can relate. I would. I do. Uh, 
All right. I can't wait until next episode. Uh, I can't believe we've made it here. We have. It's a becoming for us. Yeah. It, yeah, this has been an epic season. It has. Mm-hmm. You've enjoyed yourself? Yes, and I just can't believe we are still doing it. <laughs> <laughs> really committed. Oh, we'll come back next week, everyone, to find yes. out what happens to Daddy Giles and what happens mm. to Daddy Spike. All the tatties. Uh And find out when and how Buffy ditches this very controversial jacket uh yeah uh as soon as possible i (laughs) would prefer asap (laughs) xoxo bye arg Grr. Grr. Arg.